professing and practicing or professing or practicing. You get to decide what type of Christian you're going to be. But choose wisely because I'm going to tell you all Christians will not make it into the kingdom. Check out Matthew 7, 21 through 23 and allow me to explain. I believe that there are professing Christians and there are practicing Christians. The professing Christian does the ABC of salvation, acknowledge, believe and confess, but they never do the D of salvation, experience true deliverance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person believes in Jesus. They believe that he's the son of God and that he was crucified on the cross for our sins and that he died and rose again. They believe the Bible stories. They even believe in God, Jesus and Holy Spirit. Yet they refuse to live according to biblical teachings and practices, which is what influences change within them. They're the ones who accepts Jesus as savior, but won't accept him as Lord because a Laura has the power and the authority and the influence to basically tell you what to do. No, these people, they're their own Lord because they do what they want to do when they want to do it, how they want to do it, regardless of what God and God's word says about it, whatever it is. You get what I'm saying? So I encourage you to live beyond simply believing and simply confessing. I encourage you to be a practicing Christian, meaning that not only are you a believer in Christ, but that you are also a follower of Christ. See, a lot of the folks, uh, they believe in the existence of Jesus, but won't actually commit to following Jesus and his teachings. Furthermore, being a practicing Christian means that you not only read God's word, but you make it a daily mission to live out God's word. Remember James 1 and 22? We talked about that the last podcast. And this is really when I could have that conversation about the role of Holy Spirit that I've been putting off. Because Holy Spirit is who lives inside of us to lead and guide us in our mission to live according to God's commandments, commands, and teachings. But I am going to come back to it. Promise. Might I suggest that salvation is not the only goal in the life of a Christian? Sanctification and deliverance should follow salvation. I always link sanctification and deliverance together because it's always some things that we need God to deliver us from, right? You know you and I know me. Remember when I talked about the ABCD of salvation, I mentioned the DS deliverance and I said that we have to submit to the process of sanctification and deliverance by allowing Jesus to do the work within our hearts, our minds and our spirits. Yeah. So the moral of the story, we are offered salvation through what Jesus has already done by dying on the cross. It is a gift given to us. But sanctification requires work from us, allowing Jesus to do the work within us of making us like him and how we think, how we talk, how we act and behave, uh, ultimately how we live. With that being said, sanctification is an inward progressive process that manifests itself outwardly. This is why, although none of us will ever be perfect, 
It should be our daily goal and our daily desire to strive for perfection. Overall, I truly believe that salvation can only truly be maintained when we submit to this process of sanctification and deliverance, allowing God to do the inward work that will manifest itself outwardly in our personal and public lives. This Christian walk is to be lived out loud and is to be lived intentionally. Our goal is to be a professing Christian and a practicing Christian. Don't just be the professing one.